<laughs> I ask one question and and then it's like all of a sudden it's just like the entire bag of shit falls out of his mouth and it's like, oh, there it is. That's not true. Is the thought of being imperfect keeping you from taking action? Welcome to Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. Each week, we give you real-life stories and thought-provoking research that inspires your soul to live a more fulfilled life through your own actions. From the heart of Calgary, Canada, here are your hosts, award-winning coaches, Christopher Lawrence and Kyle Kalou. Well, hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome back to a, one of our, another exciting podcast. I hope you guys have been liking the podcast we've been doing. And I think we've, before we jump into it, I, we've been asking for your feedback. We've been asking just to let us know what resonate, what doesn't, um, you know, because sometimes when people have something bad to say they usually have no problem saying it but we just want to say if you have something good to say we want to hear about it as well and are you sharing the podcast christopher and i go back and forth all the time sharing podcasts we're like did you listen to this oh did you hear this are you guys doing that or is that just us i just want to know like what's your story if you don't want to share it for the three listeners we have if you don't want to share it true tell us why That's um, it might, that. you know, but it might be a little bit true. Actually, it's funny because somebody actually messaged me and I can't even remember who it was on LinkedIn. And they said, uh, I know you keep saying you have no listeners, but I actually listen. And I was exactly. like, oh, thank you. Why can't I remember who it was? Oh, uh, my, yeah. my brain is so foggy these days. Jeez. A couple people have commented on that for us. And, um, and one hey, can we talk said, about, oh. Sorry, one person, all some other, and I just want this to stop. So for those who are listening, I want this to stop. We don't need any more feedback about, you know, Christopher always attacking me and, you know, all that stuff. We don't need that type of stuff. Um, you know, us going back and forth, because a lot of people, sometimes they think, not a lot of people, someone has said, is that, they asked if that was scripted. I said, no, all his attacks on me, folks, are genuine. Okay. They are. Can we talk about why I'm mad at you today? Oh, okay. Why? Why are you mad at me today? Because you abandoned never me know. in I my never... time of need. What? Okay, See, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. like, like folks know by now, like, you know, we're business partners, but we're long term. You know, we've been friends for, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we know each other's ins and outs, right? Like, yeah. Like we, we can call each other out on things. We have a very good friendship. Yeah. He knows too much. So those are the people you keep closer when they know too much. (laughs) I ask one question and and then it's like, all of a sudden it's just like the entire bag of shit falls out of his mouth. And it's like, oh, there it is. That's not true. That's not true. He pulls it out of me. (laughs) Yeah. I say hello. That's pulling it out of him. Um, Yeah, no. Okay. So I'm calling this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> sorry girl this one is gonna be hard for me oh okay girl i feel like laughing and crying at the same time that's usually what happens yeah so i'm calling this one panic attack don't tell them what you do for a living <laughs> wow okay so i want to talk about a real life situation so that talk about imperfect inspired action mm-hmm. and, and there's lots of opportunity for this so like vaccines are going around some people are vaccine people some people are not vaccine people you know for me it's like hey i, I you know it's not a scientific experiment the research is very good on it it's in the arms of millions and millions and millions of people and yep. the likelihood of having illness from the vaccine, like ongoing 
terrible side effects from the vaccine are less than ongoing terrible side effects from mm -hmm. COVID. That's my yeah. understanding. For our listeners that disagree, you are totally welcome to disagree. I think there's a lot about the human body we're still learning about and that we're still understanding. Mm -hmm. So. True story. Yeah. With that said, I did decide to go get vaccinated and I went to go get my second vaccine. And my husband was out of town. Yeah. And my best friend was out of town. That's why I abandoned you. Okay. That's Got why it. you abandoned me. And so it's like, big deal. It's just a needle. I'm not actually afraid of needles. That doesn't bug me. But I do have a little bit of like medical anxiety. And so anxiety is a growing thing in our in our society. Like, like, like numbers for those that are diagnosed with anxiety are really high. Right. Okay. And certainly it went up during COVID. Before we continue, can you talk a little bit about what is, for those who are kind of maybe not even sure, what is anxiety? Is it anxious moments? Is it uncertainty? Like what would yeah, you... So, so actually I've got, um, I've, I've got something up here that, okay. that differentiates between an anxiety attack and a panic yeah. attack. So there's generalized anxiety, which is just this general feeling of anxiousness that people experience, mm -hmm. um, you know, as they go through their day, it can feel like somebody's sitting on your chest. A lot of it actually has to do with breathing, that, okay. that people are breathing too shallow and they're sending a message to their brain that they're, that it's like, Hey, you should be freaked out right now. Right. right? So it's like, so if we focus on breathing, it actually calms a lot of it down. Getting back into the body can help a lot too, into the physical body. Sometimes we try to fix it by like, you know, it's like, well, think, you know, count to 10 backwards. And it's like, actually what we should do is like progressive muscle relaxation or something. Mm -hmm. So, so an anxiety attack, this, this becomes really important for the story. All right. An anxiety attack uh, involves apprehension, worry, uh, distress, restlessness, and fear. Okay. Wow. A panic attack mm -hmm. shares fear, but it moves into fear of dying or losing control, a sense of detachment from the world. So derealization or depersonalization people experience this sometimes when they feel like they're dreaming, mm -hmm. but you're mm -hmm. awake. You ever have that yeah. experience where there, there's yeah. such an intense moment that you, you start yeah. to depersonalize, you start to detach and it feels totally. like you're, you're about, you're up here. You're not. Yeah. And, and, um, and then, uh, and then they both share like heart palpitations, chest pain, shortness of breath, tightness in the mm -hmm. throat, like you're choking, dry mouth, sweating, chills or hot flashes, shaking, trembling, numbness or tingling, tingling, nausea. And of course, when you get these symptoms, you believe that something's actually wrong. So then it perpetuates. So then you become afraid of panic or afraid of anxiety. And these things are happening at once you're saying is, is like there's- They can, of, yeah, you can experience yeah. all of it at once. You, yeah, and, okay. and often when you're in that attack state, so we're talking about anxiety attack and panic attack. Of course. There is a difference between the two. Right. Um, so, so that's the difference. Okay. Have you ever had anything like that? I've had periods of certain things like the out of body one connects to me. There's moments where I'll trail off into a, what I thought was a daydream, but then I'm, I'm just aware that I'm just out of my body, so to speak, but it doesn't last long. Right. And it, it hits me right away. Yeah. It's interesting. Right. And so, so some people go here faster than others. I don't think we really know why I'm sure it has to do with neuroplasticity 
Mm. I'm sure that people who experience ongoing anxiety can tap into anxiety faster in their brains. Right. Yeah. Just like people who have ongoing chronic pain, pain, the neural yeah. pathways to, to, um, uh, get to pain in the brain are shortened. Mm -hmm. So, so basically it means that you can get there much faster. Yeah. Uh, meaning people in chronic pain tend to continue to stay in chronic pain unless they actually take, uh, you know, the medication and everything else, but also a therapeutic approach. Right. And I think when you just explain that between the panic and the anxiety uh, side of it, I think, you know, when I was dealing with my grandmother's death, you know, there was moments where I just like, the, the, as the day got closer as the, that, like, I was feeling mm -hmm. a lot of those things that I had to yeah. kind of process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you and I chatted a little bit. Yeah. About yeah. That, that would were, probably be anxiety, like a generalized exactly. anxiety, yeah. mm -hmm. as opposed to an anxiety attack. Right. But you right. would, you maybe, maybe experience some of this stuff. For sure. So, okay. So All right. not that this, you know, just, just saying this on behalf of a friend, it has nothing to do with me at all, but this friend who was abandoned by his best friend. <laughs> oh my God. So I can laugh about it. You should know that. And I think if you're somebody who has anxious moments, anxiety or panic, find the humor in it because it will make it easier. Get to know your body, reach out to me. I've created a, a panic and anxiety, um, uh, toolkit that okay. you really Which is brilliant by the way i mean i've used it on a couple of my Thanks. clients i that was very helpful and mm -hmm. i actually told them where, where it came from and i think that's a great way of when you experience something that you're trying to help yourself but you're also helping others which also mm -hmm. helps you too right so that's like anyone who needs that definitely mm -hmm. should reach out for it, it it's so, a phenomenal kit yeah so i i've i, I experienced this early in my 20s quite a bit like some mm -hmm. panic and some anxiety uh and 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 it, it was a long journey but i i never gave up on working on it so it's like you know i can have little little anxiety attacks that maybe last like three to ten seconds sometimes and mm -hmm. i've had them in front of clients before i've had them in meetings but i know what to do with them and usually when i'm done i start laughing a little bit like i giggle it's like oh yeah remember to breathe right because i know what's happening and mostly it's just your body is out of control and it's lying to your brain and saying you're not safe Right. And so the idea is to continually get yourself into a parasympathetic nervous state when you're not in panic and anxiety uh, as often as possible. So lots and lots of self-care for people. And so maybe there's an inspired action there for people. Yeah. So, and so what does that about... mean? Paris? Because I, before you get to that, oh, right. I haven't okay. yeah. you experienced that in a while. So it was interesting. It's been a while. Yes. So, so panic, uh, sorry, parasympathetic nervous system is the part of our nervous system that is in decompression mode. So it's like, okay. it's like, that's our resting states, our relaxation states. Mm -hmm. Some people wrongly think that when you sleep, you're automatically in parasympathetic nervous system, but actually there are people when they are high strung or high stressed, they yeah. stay in their sympathetic nervous system, even while they sleep. So the idea is to actually take moments to replenish and relax and take yourself mm -hmm. down a notch. Right. The uh, sympathetic nervous system is that kind of high energy, high state, stressful. So that's really good. That's good when you're playing sports. That's good when you're performing at work. That's good when you're performing on stage. You know, that's good for, you know, kind of staying alert, right? Yeah. Uh, out in the world, it's a really good thing to have. Most of our society, I think, and this is why I think anxiety is much higher than it used to be uh, in our society. It, most of our society actually lives in the sympathetic nervous system for too long throughout the day and ongoing. 
and they never actually dip into the parasympathetic mm. nervous system long enough to actually have a replenish. So they burn out, they get sick, you know, all this stuff happens. And so certainly, you know, like, like COVID was hard on everybody. COVID uh, has been hard on our business. Mm -hmm. uh, COVID has been hard on our team. COVID has been hard on our families. Uh, I think, you know, even harder, you know, when you have deaths and stuff and girl, we cannot talk about your grandma because I already cried about it this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. In front of a client. Yeah, I'm there right now. <laughs> All right. I miss her, you know? Girl. Yeah. So. Don't get me. Girl, I can see you. Go on. Christopher has image. the good looking cry. For those who know him, he has the good looking cry. <laughs> I have what I think people hear about, which is called the ugly cry and it does not so please with the amount of makeup i have on right now and just <laughs> you, no. girl oh but you have such uh, natural beauty <laughs> so anyway it's been it's been a hard year you know there's other family stresses and of course you can't go see people in hospitals and you know even though things are opening up the hospitals are still pretty restricted and and that kind of thing so here I am by myself and, you know, so, so I have a bit of medical anxiety, which means that it's just like, sometimes when I'm in a medical situation, it has to do with a childhood trauma. Sometimes when I'm in a medical situation, uh, I experience anxiety that's a little bit more heightened and I just need to kind of work through it. And it's, it's no mm. big deal, right? Most medical practitioners are used to it. And mm. so I go into Shoppers Drug Mart to get my, and I'm going to say the name because they were so kind to get my shot. I get my shot and they say, wait your 15 minutes, right? To make sure you don't have a reaction. And I was going to wait my 15 minutes in the store, but I'm like, I'm going to distract myself because I know when I get an injection, they can take blood. I'm fine. Right. But when I get an injection, I get a little bit weird about, you know, I get weird about taking new pills and stuff there's always a bit of, of anxiety it's just like i don't want to react yeah you know that and, and, and i just want to add this one little piece before i get vilified i just want to add this one little piece that says normally we're with you either myself or usually. you know yeah yeah usually, usually just it's depending a, it's, on what it is yeah. right like, first time like most just of the, yeah. yeah most of the time i'm good you know if i take a new pill or something you know like yeah. a, a painkiller or an allergy pill or something I, I i i'm usually good right but when i get an injection i always get a little bit weird right like yeah. I, and and because of the injection, mm. as the best friend I am, I said, hey, why don't we have someone with you? Hey, why don't we move the date? Hey, why don't we do something? Because I don't, I don't, I kind of No, want I don't want to wait alone. for my vaccine. And if I yeah, had, I said, I didn't want I you to go alone. No, I, I know that. And, and I, I wanted the vaccine. I wasn't going to wait because I'm like, I want this done. I want it over with. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want anyone else with me because if I got anxious, I would, I would have felt embarrassed which is a big thing with people who have panic and anxiety attacks. The embarrassment is a really big part of it. Embarrassment is just like, it's shame. That's the inner yeah. critic coming out. Folks, so, just remember what he just said, okay? All right. <laughs> so, he so didn't want anyone me. with him because he didn't I want to- I go to get a water. I take 10 steps away from the room I got my vaccine in and I start to have a panic attack. But of course, a panic attack in your mind is a very similar experience to anaphylaxis. Meaning right. you're choking on your own tongue. Mm -hmm. You're you yep. got a dry mouth. You're sweating. You got 
chills and sweats at the same time shaking yeah, it's physical and yeah. it was so i i honestly in all honesty <laughs> i haven't had one this bad probably yeah. for 20 years yeah, right was i was just like it kind of caught me off guard and so within 30 seconds i hit the floor because i was hyperventilating so i hit i fell to my knees i start screaming for help in the middle of shoppers drug oh, march literally <laughs> literally folks <laughs> Help! Help me! <laughs> Could you imagine being a shopper? <laughs> you oh my that? god! Well, you know. So the great thing is, the great thing is, is that I was surrounded by people. They got me to a chair. They gave me some water. I'm like shaking. I I stayed for an extra half an hour just to calm down. But the best part of it was, this woman, who, this woman who was standing there, she, she. I, I said, I, I don't think I'm having an allergic reaction. I think it's a panic attack. Like I managed to get some of these words out because I, I'm familiar with it, right? So getting to know panic and anxiety is a really good idea, right? Yeah. Haven't really experienced anything like this. Don't take medication for it. Like, you know, it's just, and there's no shame in medication. It's just, I don't need that in my life anymore. Girl, I could have used it that day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but this woman, talk about inspired action. I said, I think it's a panic attack. She was a customer waiting to get her shot. She says, she says to me, take off that fucking mask. You can't breathe with that fucking thing on, take it off. She says, my daughter gets panic attacks. She said, they're bad. She said, if this is panic, she says, you're doing a really good job. She says, we usually have to call the ambulance for my daughter to make wow. you know, so that they can tell her. She said, we've spent so much money on it. Yeah. And so she just, she just, I, and, and then I started, she was good. She's like, I'm like, okay, I'm calming down. But then I started to freak out again. I started to get in my head. And so I just, my inspired action was, I said to her, I said, while you're waiting for your shot, can you come and speak with me, please? I just needed to talk. That's one of the ways that I get out of my head. I need to talk yeah. about what's happening. I need to talk oh, about other things. I don't like to be asked what's happening to me. Because uh, mm -hmm. then I focus on myself. I need to not focus on myself. I do progressive muscle relaxation. Once I was calm enough, I got into that. She goes, gets her shot. She waits 15 minutes. And I waited her 15 minutes with her. More for me. So kind. <laughs> so, so I think there's a whole bunch of inspired action here, which is like, you know, if you experience anxiety, get to know it. Uh, you know, ask for help when you need it. Ask for help, even from a stranger. I was amazed, you know, just like and, I was surrounded and I, by like five where, people. When did it come up where they asked you what you did for a living? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot the title of the podcast. So then she asked me, she's like, what do you do for a living? And in my head, I said, oh, for God's sake, don't tell her what you do for a living. She's going to be like, but aren't you supposed to have this all figured out? I said, actually, I run a life leadership and I own and run a life leadership and business coaching for her. And she's like, really? And I said, yeah, kind of ironic, right? <laughs> and so I, it was just this moment of like, you know, it's like, oh, hang on. I should no, I, I'm glad you said something. Tell her I'm I, an engineer or something. I think that's another thing that holds people back when they're in these other moments of different things. Like even as a leader, when you you make a mistake, you haven't figured out and you have to tell yeah. someone that you're also a leader, right? Because sometimes that gets in the way and we don't always have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. And there's moments of life that jumps in, which mm -hmm. is really what happened in that moment for you, right? And I, you know what? I, I'm kind of relieved that you allowed it to happen because if you 
didn't and you were trying to, you know, subdue that or hold that back. And I could just think about what could have happened while you were driving home. What could have happened when you got home? What could have happened in other things? Because it would have been so much worse if I had actually run away and hidden. I it agree. Would been, it would have lasted like for victims, so much longer. Right? And yeah, yeah. The first aid we learn when you're choking, don't go away, right? And mm-hmm. that's what people do is they run to another place because they're embarrassed. They don't want people mm-hmm. to see them choking. But we can't help you if you're not If you there. hide, yeah. 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 So here's the thing. I had a little bit of embarrassment about it, but actually... Um, you know, the, the truth is, is that, that that passed fairly quickly. Like I, you know, I, I really believe, Kyle, that that people who experienced that, including myself, that was a human experience. I had a human experience and, and there's nothing for me to be embarrassed about. There's nothing for people with anxiety to be embarrassed about at all for nothing. It's like, yeah, but you literally yelled out loud in the middle of the store and people came over. Yes, because I was fucking scared with the information my brain had at that time and the way that my brain was able to process it, yelling for help was probably the best thing I could have done. And what I love is someone was there. And not just someone, I was surrounded by staff and customers. And it's like, and, and, and of course you do the thing, right? It's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And people are like, stop apologizing. And you know what I did instead, I turned it into gratitude. Thank you. Thank you so much. These moments are hard, but I'll move through it much faster. Right. Turn those apologies into gratitude. Girl, what a story. I've told it a couple of times since, and every time I do, it makes me laugh because it's like I, I can see myself falling to my knees. Help, help me. It was scary in the moment. And I know when for, for anxious people, anxiety is not a funny thing, but I promise you, if you start to see some of the humor in it, it'll make it lighter for you. It'll make you process it a little bit faster. You'll take yourself a little bit less seriously. And you'll just feel like, you know, it's like, Oh, what's happening? What are you freaking out about, Christopher? Nothing. And that's the scariest part of it. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, if oh, you can Lord. have fun with it, it just gets a little bit easier. Yeah. So, so what's the imperfect inspired action? Yeah, well, I think the imperfect inspired action could be a, any number of things. Maybe the imperfect inspired action is just to, to, to relate, you know, everybody just maybe relate to a little bit of self-compassion. Find that space in you to recognize that no matter where you are in your life, you're a leader, you're a star worker, maybe you're a really crappy worker and you know it, you know, but you're having a human experience Yeah. and nobody needs you to be perfect. Nobody does. And and especially with those leaders out there, sometimes they feel like they have to hold stoicism, but actually your employer, your employees trust you more when you admit your mistakes. Absolutely. And and for those helpers uh, out there, thank you for, for being there and always finding an opportunity to help. And those people who sometimes don't know how to help, like Christopher talked about today, sometimes it's just having a conversation, just staying with that person and be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank and letting them know that it's okay. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you again next week. And like always, let us know what is your perfect and inspired action that you want to take, um, especially listening from today. Take care. 
It's our goal to build a global community of inspired action takers. And we can only do that with your help. So if you love inspired action, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app and share us on your socials. You've heard from us. Now we want to hear from you. Go to inspiredactionpodcast.ca and tell us what is the inspired action you took this week. Next week on Inspired Action for Imperfect Humans. Following your dream is not as easy as it sounds. And I think that stands for most things. However, I would say it actually is downright hard. 